Sylvia Gonzalez-Scherer, Artistic Director of Hanford Multicultural Theater Company, with co-host Camille Scherer, the Managing Director of HMTC. Hi, everyone. Happy to be here. Welcome to our podcast. We are based in the Central Valley in Hanford, California. Hanford Multicultural Theater Company's mission statement is theater for all people. We're here to enrich the community with all our performing arts opportunities. We have a number of things we do for the community who want to express themselves in the performing arts. They include acting, improv, playwriting, and puppetry classes for people of all ages. We also do real cool events to reach our community. Our emphasis is to give all people the experience. Whether you're a beginner or experienced, we have a place to nurture our participants or give them a platform for more experienced people to practice their skills. Today, we are interviewing a working actress in the Los Angeles area. We know her very well, and we asked her to talk to us about her experience in the industry. Her name is Brandy Aguilar. Brandy has a wonderful resume from being a child actress. And doing interesting projects as an adult. Let's get her on the line so she can tell us about her favorite projects. Brandy, are you there? I am here. Hi, thank you for coming on our podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hi, Brandy. How are you? I am good. I am good. Just trying to beat this heat. It it, it was so hot today, so I am nice and cool inside. (laughs) So so you're based near the Los Angeles area or within the Los Angeles corridor? I'm within Los Angeles. I'm in uh, Santa Clarita, which is about 30 minutes north of Hollywood. So, um, but if there's traffic, then it's a little bit longer. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we know that traffic. Cool. We had yep. a chance to go through it. And it, it took a lot longer for us to get from one end of Los Angeles to the other than it did to get from Hanford all the way down there. So it's very, very Oh, I know. That's what I hate about L.A. It's, oh, it, you want to go to something two miles away and it takes an hour to get there. <laughs> it's true. It is true. So, Brandy, I was scrolling YouTube the other day and suddenly you were right there. <laughs> Tell us about your YouTube. You do quite a lot of it, I believe. Yes, I do do a lot of YouTube. I do a lot of comedy shit. Um, and I've been on I've been on YouTube for about 10 years now and I've been posting my comedy skits on there. Um I, I love to make people laugh, and I had a lot of ideas, always had a lot of ideas for comedy skits, so I started writing my own um, comedy sketches. I got, like, a screenwriting program on my laptop and started writing them, and as time went on, um, I just started building more and more of um, uh, of a library of comedy sketches that I um, posted online just for everybody to see, and um, I have a lot of um, that I still need to film. I was actually going to film them, and then the coronavirus happened, so I was I haven't been able to film them recently. Um, but now that everything is kind of like simmering down, I'm gonna um, go ahead and start reaching out to my actor friends to get all the um, scripts that I have written to them because they're they're I think they're funny. <laughs> I hope the audience thinks that they're funny too. But yeah, it's kind of like having my own. Um, 
variety show. That's so, one thing. Um, that's one thing about Los Angeles is when you want to do a project, there's plenty of people around who are willing to jump in mm-hmm. and help out and be a part of it. So it's really, really fun to be near the Los Angeles area, you know, for the oh, actors and availability of things, you know, to do with your yeah. actor friends. It is. It is. People are always willing to collaborate. Um, you got to find what I call your tribe um, of people that have the same goals as you do people that like to do the same things as you do and you can make art together and LA is obviously a very artsy city so finding actors is super easy all you have to do is just push a button and there will be an actor there willing to work with you and everyone's great everyone's so friendly everyone is always willing to help each other out and it's it's great I love being around other artists that's when I feel um most happiest is when I'm around other people who are into creating art and into creating great stuff. I, I absolutely love it. They motivate me too. They're, they're my biggest motivators. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome to hear. So as a child, you did commercials. Which one was your favorite? Well, so I did a few things before I turned 18. Yeah, um, I did, as you know, the Eggers commercial. That yes. was my that was my bag packing job, um, and got me um, uh, tap parties me into SAG. So that was pretty cool. And then um, before that, I did a student film, um, and then I did the student film when I was 10, and then um, I also modeled um, when I was 10 for Steinmark. Mm-hmm. So that that was really fun, and then um, I did a TV pilot for Discovery Kids, which which unfortunately was never filmed because they decided instead of using kids, they decided to use adults and make it more serious. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If you go online, you'll you'll find it. It's called um, it's on Discovery, but it's called How Do They Do That? I think if that's what it's called, or How Do They Make It, or something. Well, mm-hmm. I was supposed to be in the pilot for that TV show, and they were going to uh, originally use kids, and then they fired us all, and were like, we're just going to go in a more serious direction. So then I did that um, independent film called Greed, um, and it was on Netflix for two years. So it's a really strange movie, but I, w- I was really happy it was on Netflix for two years. That was when I was 17. But um, I think, you know, my, my favorite experience was um, – the Ego commercial and um, just because we got to swim in that yellow and um, <laughs> one of the other actors that I worked with the one, one of the other kids in the commercial he was in the movie Space Jam I love that movie <laughs> and then um, I also really love filming the movie Grade just because um, of what happened with it afterwards it going on Netflix for a few years that yeah, was, it became that bigger was... <laughs> than than what you anticipated probably well, yeah, that, definitely. <laughs> well, that's always a surprise when you think you're doing something that's really, you know, just, oh, this is just small. And then it explodes into mm-hmm. something really, really great. I think uh, Reno 911 was was like that. It was supposed to be just a little Oh, thing. I love Reno Yeah, and yeah. then it exploded to a giant, <laughs> giant uh, cult following. And I confess, I'm one of them. <laughs> love- right. Right, that's happened with Rocky Horror Picture Show too. Exactly, <laughs> it has like cult following. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, and it seems like you already answered it, is, you know, what your favorite projects, you know, are, but it seems like you have quite a few favorite projects. Uh, What is your ultimate project that you absolutely love that you can't, like when you go to sleep, you can't wait to wait to wake up to to do it? Whether it's from childhood Uh or currently or yeah just like what was that that i i think you mentioned your dream your dream um role but uh is there something in adulthood that you have uh, like a, i'm sorry a dream role that i'd like to play sorry well, well actually i think i'm asking you two questions which one was your absolutely basically, favorite go ahead yeah basically what is so you kind of already said what some of your favorite stuff was but i guess what is your like ultimate whether you've done it already or you're wanting to do it what would be like the ultimate like top would top everything that you've done or has topped everything oh, so wow. far <laughs> that's a tough question because i i think there's so many things i would love to do mm-hmm. that i haven't gotten the chance to do yet and then there's things that uh, quite a few projects that i've done that i loved as well um gosh yeah i just it would take me about an so, hour to answer this question there's so much. <laughs> so, like, so far, what is your top that you've done? Well, I'm going to interrupt, I and I'm because I, I, we asked this from Angel Peen last time. Mm-hmm. What was her favorite? Was was it theater and f- theater or film? Oh, yeah. uh, is is your favorite? Like, would would you fantasize uh, doing a play, or would you fa- like being on stage or being behind like a camera? Whether yeah, it's, yeah. which one would you? I guess prefer. I think I- I think both have their pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say theater and, and stage acting is a lot more physically tiring um, because you're required. It's like a whole length show all at once. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 is a, it takes a lot of energy to do a stage fight. And especially because on stage, um, there's likely a lot of the time going to be some sort of like singing or dancing. Mm-hmm. So that does take up a lot of energy. It's so much fun, though. Um, and there's, like, no feeling like a few minutes before your show is set to go on and you can hear the audience um, mm. in the in the theater. With film, film I love as well. Um, it, it, it's tiring, too, but in a different way. Because with film and TV and anything that's going to be on camera, um, the hours are very long. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to have very great stamina to really do good in film and TV. And then obviously, um, you know, they keep you there literally until two in the morning if they mm-hmm. want. And you have to be in character at two in the morning, no matter how tired you are. So yeah. I would say, I would say both theater and film have the pros and cons. A lot of the pros of film, I, I love that you get to see the finished product whenever you want with mm-hmm. film. Um, you get to keep it forever, whereas theater, it's more intimate. And it's kind of like, it's it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You know, if you're not there and if nobody you know, shoots it, then, you know, you missed out on it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's really, but it's a dream. It, it's, I like both equally, to be honest. But mm-hmm. um, if, if I had, a, like, a choice, I would love to, like, be the star of like a big Broadway show in New York. That would yeah. See, I I figured if you were to pick more one or the other, it would probably be theater because you're 
well, from what I've seen, like higher energy. And like you said, theater is like, it could be an hour long show and you know, you have all this higher energy and then you have it afterwards. You're like, that was such a good show. Good show. Whereas like TV, it's like, you could be playing somebody that's like not higher energy. So you don't have all that energy, but whether you're on, right. when you're on stage, whether you're playing a character that's not high energy or is, you still have to have that higher energy the whole time. You do. Yeah. You so I, I figured you would probably say theater. So yeah, I would say theater for me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, energy. Sure. Oh, yeah. You're, yes, yes, and you're really good at it too. And then, but I, I, I love. I honestly, I would, I would say both equally. Um, I don't, I don't think I could choose. I mean, film's film good. Film's good because if you mess up, you just get a, you know, exactly. reshoot it and, and exactly. And, and there's a little more money yeah. in film. Yeah, <laughs> than maybe. In yeah. <laughs> yeah, Broadway actors. I like they're not paid as much as you think. Um, you know, maybe unless you're already a, a huge, huge star, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could choose whether I like film acting or stage acting better. Um, I love both. I'm very passionate about both. Um, I, I love the process of both. I, I would definitely say, you know, being on being like something that I haven't done that I would love to do is is Broadway. But I, I I'm not a very good singer and I'm not a very good dancer, so I. I don't know if I, I'd ever get cast in a Broadway well, show. You could do um, unless, you, unless you get cast in one where that's like the point is yeah. like that the person's or, kinda... or also a one woman show. Like yeah. Whoopi Goldberg yeah. was in Broadway and she doesn't sing, she doesn't dance, she does a monologue and and she did very yeah. well. So that's Broadway. So mm-hmm. that would be really cool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, no, it's that that's something else I would like to do is a one woman show. Um and then as far as on film I love a lot of, um, like, fantasy genre, and I love comedy as well. And um, I've always wanted to be on a soap opera. <laughs> but no, soap opera is, is hard because you have to be very, very, like, subtle. And I have naturally such a big personality, so soap opera has proven to be a challenge for, for me specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's all great. I, I love it all. Like, I, I don't. Like I said, I, I can't choose between film and stage acting because both are so fun. <laughs> I remember uh, talking to you uh, earlier this year how you were telling me about all these different training programs in the L.A. area and how you really enjoyed sketch writing. And Can you talk about some of those offerings that uh, maybe some that you know about and some that you've taken and kind of tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, um I have been taking uh, sketch writing classes at the Pack Theater, which is um, an improv, sketch, uh, improv and sketch comedy theater in Hollywood, and it's it's so much fun. I highly recommend it for anybody that wants to get into sketch comedy. Um, now, in sketch comedy, it's very common for actors to write their own sketch comedy script. It's, it's, it's a good idea if, if you learn the art of that. And so I um, have taken sketch writing classes level one and level two. And it, it was some, I learned a lot. And it's funny because I think before I started the class, I, I thought I knew a lot about sketch comedy writing. And then when I took level one, oh boy, I, <laughs> I was proven wrong. I learned so much. And I, I think it's, it's, it made my sketch comedy writing a lot better. And it's, 
I met people um, to collaborate with as well. And just, you know, getting to know people in the past theater, everyone is super supportive there. I, um, but because of the COVID, they're now doing their classes on Zoom. So I, I prefer doing the classes in person just because I love being around people. Um, but I've gotten the chance to also do um, an improv show on Zoom with the Pack Theater. That was fun. But I feel like I'm better at sketch comedy. Um, and anyway, so the writing program, it's a lot of fun. What they do is they have you, um, they give you like a type of sketch to write for the next week. It's like your homework. And then once um, you meet again for class, then you go through and read everyone's sketches and then your teacher gives you constructive criticism on your sketch. And um, so all the constructive criticism that I got helped me so much and made the sketch so much better um, than when I had originally written it. And so I plan to film those sketches and I'm super excited. And um, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you about the sketch writing because I'm interested in that. So you would write a sketch and then you would right. bring it to your class and uh, you would have actors uh, perform it and then the teacher would comment on it. Is that the process? Exactly, yes. So um, they would just choose one of us in the class to read somebody's sketch. Um, so everyone would bring their laptop to class. And then you would just ask the other students to read your sketch once it's your turn to get your sketch read. And then um, the, the teacher would say what they like, what they liked about your sketch and what could be, you know, strengthened. And I, I really loved the way um, my, my first teacher that I had there at Cat Theater, um, her name was Gina. She, she was great. I, I, I really loved everything she had to say. Um, all of the, um, you know, the notes that she gave me. Um, I brought a book to class, a notebook to class to, class to write in, and I still have um, her notes in there. That helps so much. Um, and it, it makes the sketch so much stronger when you have, like, a, an expert, you know, criticize it and, and give you, you know, that feedback. She is um, a uh, writer on a show on Netflix. I forget what it's called. It's about a unicorn. <laughs> I know that. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was so much fun. And then what's also fun is hearing other people's sketches and hearing their ideas and oh there was so much laughing in the class too because everyone's sketch our sketches were so funny um so you can kind of let your freak flag fly mm -hmm. <laughs> and you let your sense of humor shine when you write your comedy sketches and what's great is that everybody in the class gets it they are there to laugh with you and support you so i i really enjoyed taking classes there it, w it was so much fun and I took level two as well. That was on Zoom. But I, I prefer doing it, in, like I said, I prefer doing it in person. So I cannot wait till COVID is over and mm -hmm. I can go back to the tech theater and try out for one of their um, get comedy performing groups because I, I really want to perform with them. So, it, it would be too much fun. Yeah, let me <laughs> ask you, how many people were in the class when you were doing it in person? Um, so, level, so when I was in level one, I wanted to trying to give a good estimate maybe like 15 people and then um sketch two which was on zoom maybe about 
15 to 20 people. Oh. What was great about doing the class on Zoom was that people from all over the U.S. got to take the class who usually wouldn't get a chance to because they're not in L.A. Mm -hmm. So some of the students in my level two class on Zoom were, were from like Illinois, Texas, Northern California. So I think it's awesome that it gives people who don't live in L.A. Uh, a chance to take a class and learn uh, the art of sketch writing from the experts in L.A. So I, I really thought that was awesome. And I hope they continue with the Zoom classes for out-of-town people who don't live close to L.A. because there, there's so many talented people out there. And it, it's just great for all of their voices to be heard in their writing to be seen. And you can utilize your acting when you do somebody else's script in the class. So that's... Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, you can practice your own acting in, um, you know, in, when you're reading somebody else's script. So it, it's fun. I, I love seeing the ideas and reading the other ideas that people came up with. They're, they're very talented. That's awesome. So, yeah. so what's the first thing you're going to do when COVID's over? You're going to just run out there and uh, start auditioning again or what, what do you plan yeah do? you know honestly the first thing I, oh gosh <laughs> there's so many things I want to do I want to go to a bar go to a bar and just have a glass of wine with friends again um, I want to get back into stage acting um, and start rehearsing uh, for different plays again, I want to, um, it's, you know, get on set and start acting on film and TV again. Whenever I book a role, um, I want to. I want to travel. My my trip to Europe was canceled this year. I was so upset. So that's going to be one of the first things I do is, <laughs> is travel again, um, and of course try out um, to perform sketch comedy at the Pack Theater and. Cross my fingers. And, um, yeah, just do all those things that I think a lot of us probably took for granted before this all happened. That's true. Um, hopefully, That's true. yeah, hopefully um, the Hollywood Spring Festival will happen. I, I can't wait for that. Um, maybe perform Pedro the Puppeteer in San Francisco because it'll be a good excuse to go yeah. to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really that that would be so much fun <laughs> yeah and that's another wonderful thing about uh, our partnership with you is that you participate in our uh, shows and activities that we do and we thank you for that so yeah. yes yes and you know starting shows at the um Han hanford multicultural theater company i can't wait um and then act and then have like uh the doj of Marcos fair again that was so much fun last year i had a blast yeah it's uh, there's a lot of things that didn't happen this year that um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but actually, to be honest with you, um, if we were busy doing those things, we wouldn't have started this um, HMTC behind the scenes podcast. Right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, and you can definitely and you can get people from all over the world listening um, to, to your podcast, theater, theater lovers from around the world. And they can um, maybe you can film. Um, your stage productions and then people can view them online. I mean, that would be so cool. Well, and, and kind of like, sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, sorry. I was just going to say no. you'd be giving access to theater to mm-hmm. people who may not usually get the chance to see stage right. theater. Right. Like, that's so fun for them, I bet. Yeah, I was I was going to say that. It's kind of like what you were saying, too. Like, people are, are going to get to hear it. And then it kind of keeps the ball rolling for that when stuff does open up. And they can, like, run back out there. And some people that haven't joined us before can run to us and, like, join us kind of like what you were saying like you're going to run out there and just do everything you know and so this gives people that time to if they don't already know who we are kind of like learn who we are and then give them that opportunity when everything does open back up again to come check us out so yeah exactly yes oh my gosh and i saw waiting woman by the hanford multicultural theater company it was amazing i was blown away everyone was so good uh, that, that's a, a great play. I, I love that play, and yeah, it, it, I I cannot wait till all theater companies in mm-hmm. in the world can open up again and ha- do a play. It's it's gonna be amazing, and I cannot wait. Yeah, a lot of people can't wait. Yep. With that being said, we want to thank you for supporting us at HMTC. We really appreciate it, and we can't wait to hear more about your achievements. That's right. You're going to keep us informed, Brandy, on all your achievements and all your things when you get back out there after COVID, right? Right. I know. I know. I want the pandemic to be over so we can see each other and you know, do Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the holidays together and perform again. So much fun. I I, I want COVID to just, to just go away. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Well, well, thank you for joining us, Brandy. And thank you for all of you who are listening. This is HMTC Behind the Scenes Podcast. Can't wait to have you join us again on our next episode. So see us all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for having me.